Antonio Pierce gets the job that he deserves as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach. Here to help us break it all down is your boy Q, host of the daily Locked on Raiders podcast and getting you all that great betting advice as well over at Locked on Bets. I am Ross Jackson, NFL expert here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Q, Antonio Pierce, this feels like it was always kind of headed this way. Uh, how important is it? How good a move does it feel uh, to have Antonio Pierce finally named as the head coach? Well, the way that my phone is still going off, I, obviously it's a, it's a really big deal, man. Raider Nation's fired up. Uh, Antonio Pierce brought a lot of energy and excitement and really brought the fan base. Like, I want to start with the fans, really mm -hmm. brought them back into the mix when it comes to the silver and black. They were in a real dark area under Josh McDaniels. And, you know, being around the team, being around the locker room, being around the facility, I didn't really realize how dark it was until Antonio Pierce was named the interim head coach on November 1st. And then all of a sudden, it's like the cloud went away and it was the the brightest, you know, spring day and everything is out. And it's great. And there's a lot of fun and excitement and juice. And he did that for the locker room. So if he could do that for the fan base, think about the locker room. And it just yeah. was, it was like night and day. And you saw the effort out there on the field was a lot more than it was before. You saw the guys were having fun. You saw smiles on their face. You saw wins. You saw plays being made. And look, they missed the playoffs, but they had that, what I say is that kind of Lions Dan Campbell feel at the end of last season where mm -hmm. they didn't make the playoffs, but there was some hope there. Antonio Pierce provided hope. And now that it's become official that he is now the head coach, not the interim head coach, now the fan base has that hope as well. Yeah, so no interim title for him any longer. What's the next move that's got to be made around that coaching staff to help continue this momentum forward? Well, as they, you know, I'm figuring that they're 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 clearing out and, and not clearing out, but they're taking care of the GM position. You know, right now, probably as we speak, uh, that's gonna that'll be the next domino to drop. But as far as just the coaching staff, it's got to be on the offensive side of things, mm -hmm. uh, right? Patrick Graham is a defensive coordinator who has interviewed for head coaching jobs, but when he was asked and requested to interview for defensive coordinator positions outside of the building, the Raiders blocked him. So clearly the defense is something that the team wants to keep intact. Obviously, Antonio Pierce being a defensive-minded guy, that makes sense. The offense, though, was bad. It just was. It wasn't. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to summarize it in 2023 but bad. So the offensive line coach is already gone. He's in New York, and he's the offensive line coach there. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to get a new offensive coordinator, and I think they need a new offensive coordinator, probably a guy that's experienced, probably a guy that is creative, young, innovative mind, you know, and I don't know who that is. But that's what they have to find. They've got to be able to find that offensive, uh, you know, play caller that can get the most out of Devontae Adams. You know, uh, got a guys like Jacoby Myers, right? Michael Mayer, Josh Jacobs. I believe he wants to return now that AP has been named the head coach. I mean, that's that's the kind of juice that Antonio Pierce brings. And hell, yeah. I have former players. Think about this, man. I have former players that played with the Raiders texting me saying, hey, can you pass my contact on to AP? I want to be on his coaching staff. Oh, wow. I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, you saw that from the Max Crosby conversation. Right. Hey, you know, if he's not the head coach, I'm going to be traded. Like, clearly this dude brings a lot of value and a lot of excitement to this franchise, which feels like something that Raiders fans, Raiders players, and the organization definitely deserve. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. And I'll tell you selfishly, you know, it's, it's, it's good for me, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. And there's so many times that he addressed us in the media room is like, you guys should be happy coming here, too. And the funny thing is, Ross, we didn't know that we weren't happy. 
We just mm. we're just kind of going through it. It's almost like when you're going through your job every day and it's just like, oh, well, it's a job that I'm going to go and do this, that and the other. And then all of a sudden you show up to your job and there's a big surprise there. And all of a sudden that day was a little bit more fun. Right. It's like Monday, <laughs> Monday, Monday Friday. Well, every right. day was fun and not because we didn't work. But it was just it was just a different feel. You could feel a different vibe. And yeah. AP would walk into the media room with a smile on his face. And it was just, you know, even after losses, it was just like, hey, this is what we're here for. We got to do better, yada, yada, yada. But it was it just felt different. So now that they're making that that move and making the higher official, it just feels right. Yeah. And you mentioned that that GM spot. I mean, obviously, the, the Raiders were a really unique circumstance. You had Antonio Pierce and then you had Champ Kelly up there. You also had a, a black president that was a, a part of that. There was something about sort of that that trifecta of, you know, minority candidates coming together and creating something special in with the Raiders. Is there a chance that Champ Kelly holds on to that spot at general manager as well? I think so. I really do. I, th- I feel like he's the leader in the clubhouse for that. And, and I believe that that's being taken care of right now. But the funny thing is, you know, some, I'll talk about that, the, the diversity. And we look around the NFL and we know that more diversity is needed. But mm-hmm. when I look at Sandra Douglas Morgan, when I look at Champ Kelly, when I look at Antonio Pierce, I say, you know what? Not only is that, you know, diversity at its finest, but it's also well-deserved, well-earned. Yes. These guys are qualified for it. It's not like Sandra Douglas Morgan is just a, you know, a, a picture on the wall or something. It's I mean, figurehead. <laughs> right. I mean, look, she is actually overqualified for the job that she has, right? I mean, that's that's the wild thing is if you actually go back and do the research, which I had to break it down to some Raider Nation members, I'm like, look, man, go back and do the research. She's actually overqualified. And Champ Kelly, well-respected around the NFL for a long mm-hmm. time. And Antonio Pierce, his resume was on the grass, like he said. So I think it doesn't take a genius to realize not only is that a lot of diversity not only is that something that the Raiders are are known for anyway as an organization but they're so qualified and that's what makes me happy about the hires yeah absolutely so you're building something very special if you're the Las Vegas Raiders in the front office now let's look at the roster what are some of the the things that could potentially sort of the ripple effects I'm sure positive that come from this appointment the potential appointment of Champ Kelly as the full-time GM also removing that interim tag were that to happen Uh, what are some of the things that you would expect happening on the roster as we move forward here with the Raiders well, I think that the quarterback position still needs to be addressed. Uh, mm-hmm. Aiden O'Connell as a rookie, a fourth-round pick out of Purdue, did a good job, but I think that they could do better. Uh, I think Champ Kelly brings an element of, well, he's been around the league. He's been part of the front office anyway. Even under Dave Ziegler, he was the assistant GM. So he kind of already knows what it looks like, what it feels like, what it's supposed to be. I'll say this, and I'll, I'll keep an eye on this situation. I don't know what's going to happen, but Justin Fields is in Chicago. Justin mm-hmm. Fields, I think, is going to end up probably being traded. They'll probably draft Caleb Williams. Uh, to get their new quarterback of the future. Champ Kelly came from Chicago. Champ Kelly was part of that process that brought Justin Fields to the Bears. The Raiders need a quarterback. The Raiders need a quarterback that has some mobility. The Raiders have some weapons on offense. So it doesn't take a genius to put the two two ends together. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it makes sense, right? If that's what it is, especially with the Raiders picking 13th, it's not realistic in my opinion, that they're going to be able to work their way all the way up to the top of the draft and go get a Caleb Williams or a Jaden Daniels, even though I think Jaden Daniels would be awesome. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, that that's going to be a tough one to do, especially with so many teams that need quarterbacks ahead of them. So that might be the long shot. I think that might be what they try to do first, but I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Justin Fields ends up in Las Vegas with the Raiders at some point. A lot to watch for the Las Vegas Raiders. And if you want to keep up with all of it, your boy Q over at Locked on Raiders every single Monday through Friday is the place to be here as a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Q, thanks so much for taking the time, man. Hey, absolutely, man. Appreciate it, brother.